Yo, how's it go, Brotato? It's your boy Jerry, the TRX of Washington. This is episode number 322 of the TRX for Talks. You know, today, you know what? We're going to have like a little addendum to what we were talking about yesterday. Not an official addendum, but kind of we're going to go off of what I was talking about yesterday and keep this flow going with the, the villains. And today we're going to be talking about, uh, specifically, we're going to call this episode the uh, uh, how to, how, how, so we're going to call something like how adversity can help you win or something like that. Uh, but unofficially, we're talking about why you need villains in your life. You know, like I said, it's kind of an addendum to yesterday. I was talking about villains. So, yeah, we're talking about why you need them and how they actually officially help you become great in your own life. And, of course, uh, we're going to ask you to subscribe to this podcast. Yep. Uh, but anyways, you know, I'd really appreciate it if you did subscribe and uh, tell your friends and family and loved ones, strangers, all the above. Tell them all about this podcast because uh, the more ears that listen to this, you know, the, maybe the more mouths that might spread some positive words. So uh, who knows? You could do your part and make this world a little bit of a better place. Share this podcast. <laughs> anyways, let's go ahead and get this episode underway. Episode number 322 of the TR Expert Talks. Why adversity helps you win. Lego! Alright, so yesterday we were talking about hypothetical villains. You know, how like everybody has these these obstacles and these people that stand in their way but when in all actuality it's not really obstacles and people that stand in their way it's always the individual themselves so you're really the only you know for the most part bearing you know barring some catastrophes or freak accidents you're pretty much the person that is responsible for you and whatever you do essentially will in the future be, come to fruition uh, whether you wanted to or not. So I wanted to talk about those things that we do uh, that sometimes may be beneficial and sometimes they may not be so beneficial. Uh, today, uh, I am having some issues with my heater. Today, it's definitely like become apparent now. I had a whole day in here and I was trying to like kind of stay warm and stuff, like doing some fun stuff, like playing around on the TRX, and it's moving my body. And uh, I came, I actually ended up challenging myself. I ended up doing a handstand, which I haven't done in a very long time. I am out of, sh- I will just come up in a minute, and I am out of shape in comparison to where I normally am. I am definitely not like with it. I've been doing like some stuff, but I was like really out of it for a while. And so I'm like coming from way back from where I from where I've been. I feel like I'm coming back from when I like broke my leg, which is a while back. But it felt pretty good to be able to do this handstand and I wanted to talk about like why it's important to like always challenge yourself you know it's like and more so rather than just like talk about how it's good to always challenge yourself i think it's really good to actually keep people around you that are gonna be happy to challenge you as well because like at the end of the day you can like you can make barriers and stuff like that and like challenge yourself but like, there's nothing like being challenged by someone else. Because, like, 
how satisfying does it really feel? And it doesn't really. I'll just clue you in right now. It doesn't really feel that satisfying. But it does, how satisfying does it really feel to like make your own obstacles and your own you know challenges up, <clears throat> and then just like beat them? You have to excuse me. I guess because I've been hanging out in this room with no heat. <clears throat> I've developed a little something something, so, uh, anyways, yeah, so, like, you just think about that, it's like, why would we want to make an obstacle that you couldn't quite cross, right, like, nobody would do that, <laughs> most people don't, the only reason why people do create those obstacles for themselves, if they do, is because it's in relation to someone else's obstacles, Right? It's like, if nobody gave you... It's like the kind of the thing with, like, the, the three... The four-minute mile. Like, you had the guy, Roger Bannister, that broke, like, the four-minute mile barrier, right? Where, like, he was the first guy that ran something in the fours. And that was, like, the thing for a long time, right? Like, people didn't even think about that. But now people are running sub-four-minute sub miles. People are running three-minute miles. Like, honestly, when I was younger... Like, when I was in elementary school, like, nobody had run a sub-four-minute mile. Or if it was, it was, like, very, very few people. Now, like, if you're running sub-four-minute miles, you're, like, a contender. (laughs) So, like, what I'm saying is that, like, you can challenge yourself only so much, but you're going to challenge yourself a little bit more and set your goals just a little bit differently when you have that competition. So... Like, in relation to what we were talking about yesterday with having, like, your villains and your uh, hypothetical enemies and stuff, it's good to have these people that are setting up these challenges and obstacles for you because, like, it makes you push yourself more than you would push yourself had you given yourself your own obstacle. Like, that's why it's so good to, like, get out there and explore and challenge yourself and do more than you're doing on a daily basis. Why? Because, like, think about your life. Like, how cool is your life when you have different adventures every day as opposed to, like, doing the same ho-hum stuff? Now, don't get me wrong. Some people may like that, but, like, even that, like, sometimes you have to mix it up every one you have to do something to mix it up every once in a while otherwise you really are just like not really living a life where you're enjoying yourself you're not like pushing yourself see the thing is that for humans like <clears throat> excuse me the thing is for humans is that like we explore like it's in our dna it's in our genes like what we do is explore so like living a life where you're doing the exact same thing every day day in and day out, year after year, is just not something that's sustainable for most of us. You know, like, even if that thing that you were doing day in and day out was, like, perfect in, like, whatever sense you want to call perfect. Like, Dostoevsky said that, like, <clears throat> I think it was Dostoevsky. Maybe it might have been, uh, it might have been. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. Anyways, whoever it was, it was an ancient, an ancient, it was a historical writer of, of uh, he was a historical writer, or actually, it might have not even been him. It might have been uh, Carl Jung. Uh, but anyways, <laughs> whoever said it, it was from either Russia or Germany, but it was profound in that no matter what, even if we had the absolute perfect life and we were giving all the resources that we needed to have and we were absolutely content with our lives, we would be so 
uh, well, him- humanity would be so uh, upset with the fact that I am now paraphrasing. <laughs> uh, I was going for go for exact quote, and now I'm going like for the ultra paraphrase because it's not even close to what he said. But essentially, if we had everything that we wanted in life, then we just we would eventually try to tear it down just for our own sheer amusement. And I really wish I remember who said that because that was a good one. But yeah, it's true though. Like if you think about it, like when everything's going wrong, you're always like, uh, "What's gonna happen? What's gonna creep creep up? What is gonna come up from the ether, right? Or what's gonna come up from below? And what is below? Like, well, it's below our expectation. It's like what we true, what we hope doesn't appear. What hope doesn't we hope doesn't come up, right? So. Like in in life, you really want to you want to be able you want to be able to go down there wherever there is and defeat those problems by being prepared for them and not only being and and the reason the way you are prepared for them is to like willingly take them on and I think I talked about this yesterday so this is kind of like an extension from yesterday's podcast but it. But I just think it's good to just consider today that it really is good to have these these enemies, these villains or whatnot, so to speak. Because, like, without that, then you just live, like, a happy-go-lucky life where, like, you would be just happy for whatever you got. See, the thing is that with, like, humanity, like, the thing with, like, human psychology is that we're more concerned with what we lose than what we gain. So, like... Just as long as, like, you're not losing too much or it doesn't appear that you're losing too much, like, life is good because, like, you're not going to really chase something, for the most part, without competition or adversity, you're not going to really chase what's better. Not not the average person. There are some, like, weird people out there, and I might be one, just so might be one of them. Uh, but anyways, like, for the most part, your average person is going to go out there and, like, seek out challenge, unnecessary challenges. Now, like if a challenge is a, a challenge appears, your average person, you know, for most part, will go out there and they will try to uh, willingly take it on, you know. And then you have your other people that are, you know, I guess also average, but maybe not attacking, not maybe not approaching it in the in the right way or a way that serves them. They they would run from the problem. So you have the you have different levels. You have somebody that would run from the problem. You have some people that would like see the problem. And they would willingly take it on. You have some other people that maybe don't have any problems, so they make their own problems, and then they try to uh, try to conquer those. And then you have the people that are <laughs> well, they don't have any problems in their life, and they're kind of just existing. So there's all kinds of different levels, and I didn't really put those in any kind of order or anything like that. It's just kind of what I thought of in terms of how people are living their lives. But in ter- and, and on that spectrum. Along that spe- spectrum of of living your life, you don't want to like not have any any problems at all. You don't want to have you like a totally uh, uh, carefree life, right? Like you don't want a life where like you don't build up any immunity. Like you got to think about it that way. It's like you know we are. Kid, we talk about our kids like they eat dirt and stuff like that, and they eat all that stuff because they gain their immunity. One of my clients is actually just saying that because she has a a young baby, and she's like, "Yeah, well, you know, it just kind of helps get get them stronger." And that's that's true. Like we do 
let our babies do this stuff. Like, we don't want to have our babies eat dirt, but, like, we kind of let them do that. We kind of let them get sick. We don't put them in bubbles, let's, let's say, because, like, we want our kids to develop immunity. We want them to get stronger. We want them to have these hypothetical villains in their lives, you know? So I think it's important to, like, you know, not be so not run from these hypothetical villains, you know, like you want to have these villains in your life, you don't want to have too many villains in your life, obviously, either, because too many villains can really wear you down, like that, I would actually be willing to argue that having too many villains is worse than not having any villains, you know, like not having any villains is pretty bad, too, because, you know, like you don't have any real meaning in your life, you're just existing, and that's kind of like, eh. But the other way is, like, you're slowly killing yourself, you know, or actually depending on how you, your level of, ha- of stress management, you might be rapidly killing yourself. But, like, that type of stress, that, that overwhelming stress, that is not good for you. So I would not suggest that you go about uh, living your life that way. I wouldn't suggest that you try to seek out as much stress as possible. But I would say that, you know, find, like, something. I, I think the ultimate life and the thing... You know, and who's to say, like, I can't really say what the best life is for you. But, like, the thing is that, like, you see people that are really successful. And you see people that are not only successful but happy and successful. Because you have people that are clearly successful. And you have people that are clearly happy. And then you have a, a group that is in, that in the, the Venn diagram or whatnot. They're in the middle. They're, they're happy and successful. And the thing that I think that those people really share is that, A, they're always learning, right? Like, they're always... Uh, learning something new they're adding new tools to their repertoire they're actually like maybe not i mean and that's kind of going along the lines what i'm saying they're like giving themselves challenges but they're not really like bogging themselves down with challenges that they can't really overcome you know they can't they're not really going after those invincible yeah and some of them like bill gates he's going against like a really big challenge, but it's not something that's like life threatening for himself, you know. I mean, it's a good challenge, but it's not like you know it's gonna kill his own. It's not gonna really take years off his own life. I mean, I guess potentially it could, you know. Maybe he was in Africa and he got somehow got malaria or whatnot. But for the most part, you know, like people that are doing uh, people that are in in it for a good cause, they're not really that as as stressed as somebody that is like really trying to take control of their own lives so uh that was a little tangent but still like what i'm saying here is though like it's you want to have these these enemies these villains these obstacles in your way because you know at the end of the day like you're not going to be you're not going to be happy with just setting your own goals you know like Essentially, you're going to have to set something up that's going to be like a GPS to where you can, like, go from point A to point B. But, like, you don't want to have just the GPS just on. Like, sometimes you have that on. You have the map and you're just looking at it and just going around. But, like, you know, every every once in a while you actually want to go somewhere. So, I mean, it's good to kind of set that up. You, like, check out the obstacles that are in your way. You know, maybe uh, it's explore along the ways and make your map a little bit more detailed but you know for sure you definitely need to you definitely for a full uh, for a full life 
from what I've seen for the successful people. And, you know, I can't say that I'm super successful myself yet. I mean, I try to emulate what those people are doing because obviously if those people are successful and they seem pretty happy, like, why not, right? Why try to, like, reinvent the wheel and try to create my, like, my own whatever, whatever? Like, why not just copy what is the, I mean, because it's in our genes, too. Like, we are copiers. That's what we do. So, like, why not just copy what the people that are happy and successful are doing, you know, and just kind of do it in my own way, but... For the most part, like, why not, right? Like, go for it. You know, I think that's the path to empathy is to be able to, like, set your own obstacles and maybe have that that are in your way that you willingly take on. But I think if if you could find that like that is kind of the lead the kind of the pathway the gateway to personal responsibility so and i'm not saying you're not a responsible person or whatnot because you're obviously someone that's relatively intelligent and relatively responsible you know maybe even more than relatively but i would say at least relatively relatively if you have the uh the sense to tune into this particular podcast because this is not something that most people talk about this isn't along the lines of like you know mobility or it's not along the lines of like you know what your proper nutrition and diet is this is like strictly like the 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 ins and out of like mindset of really trying to get in between in between the cracks where fitness ends and mindset begins you know fitness ends and psychology begins because there is a gray area and I think that like I like to live in that gray area and that gray area is like where a lot of the success is because uh otherwise you're either you're delving too far into one way and you're and you're uh, uh and you're and you're omitting another way so yeah, anyways, that's that's what I want to talk about. That's what I wanted to talk about in this today's episode. Just, you know, let you know that, you know, I I'm a, I feel like I kind of drove the home the the, the point home, but yeah, today I just wanted to kind of reemphasize that it is good to have obstacles and like, you know, I'm having this obstacle right now with this daggone heat not on in my in my my gym, but you know, like I could have cried about it and could have just stayed home like when I wasn't training my clients and but what I decided to do is like stay here and like try to figure out a warming system so I could be warm when my when my clients are work, working out and still you know obviously not make them too hot and also uh, I burned some calories I burned some extra calories because I decided to try to you know move a little bit more because why not right <laughs> so you know I stayed warm I ended up staying in the gym you know just in case any clients wanted to come by randomly because sometimes that happens and I also burn a couple more calories than I normally would have burned and that's a good thing because I've been trying to tell myself I'm going to burn more calories but I've been really following up with myself so this is good this is a blessing and everything is a blessing in disguise all right so that does it for my day I'm going to head home and get warmed up in my nice heated house I will check you real soon air player hopefully tomorrow for another yet another episode. I'm doing great. I'm back on this little little flow again. This this is not this is definitely one of those episodes where I wasn't like I was like oh, what's going to happen and here we go. We got an episode. So I'm going to record the intro in just a few moments and then uh after that we'll have this 
episode on the airways and if you're subscribed you'll get that ding <laughs> anyways yes i would love for you to subscribe if you're not subscribed tell your friends and family strange fr- strangers almost like strange friends i guess you're strange friends too tell them about it they might really like this podcast because sometimes it does get a little strange <laughs> anyways i do appreciate you listening as i said i'll check you real soon and as always keep good company <laughs>